everybody, and welcome to Rise of the Podcast. I am Jeremy. I'm Kara. And I'm not the droids you're looking for. I'm Ooh. Brownie. Woo! And that's Han Solo. All right. Did you... Yeah, right? Well, we'll get to Han here in just a second. That's not Han Yoda Shrek. That's actually Han Solo. <laughs> for anybody who remembers the Han Yoda Shrek reference. You might that be might confused be. because of the vest. That might be before Swanky's time, actually. I think it was. That was, that was yeah, like, that, that might have been like single digit podcasts. That's the legend mm. of here. Um, when did we move to second st- second stage? Um, af- it, was, it was like podcast. Because that's when Han Yoda Shrek showed up. It was like six. That was it was that early. Yeah, it was actually. Hmm. I thought you meant second stage. Million stages. Anyway, so some fun huh. things I learned. Chris, I appreciate you opening in a wide. So I was reading this one thing, and this guy talked about how Netflix is, like, ruining movies. So he must have watched that new Netflix movie with um, uh, the guy who plays Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. and Red Notice. The Rock and something else. And he said it, just, it just felt off. And so this guy wrote this dissertation in the comments about um, Netflix's strict policy for making content. And because it's not going to be shown on a movie screen, they take like the average household television size and stuff like that. And what it is, is it's a lot of mids and close-ups because they don't do a lot of wide shots because things would just be too small on a normal TV. Mm. So they're purposely making these movies kind of like, I don't know, less cinematic because of the screen like that, that they're going to be viewed on. Yes, I also do not like that. And I, I was a really good article. It was really interesting. And so we watched Dune. Mm-hmm. And Dune, what okay. I was like. I watched Dune. Jeremy watched maybe half no, of Dune. No, no, hold on. He fell asleep like an no. old man and was snoring <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> Nothing is better than sleeping when a movie is on. When a movie lulls you to sleep, yes, it is like calming and serene. And it you means you didn't like off. the movie. It does not. That is not, it's a hogwash. It means I'm just too tired. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. It was a little wordy, you know, but that's besides the point. So, anyways. Do you see? Nope, you put it on TV I just somehow. saw. Brad. No way. What? Yeah, blame Chip for falling asleep. <laughs> okay, what's, what input is this on? Uh, TV. So hit it once, would put it back to normal, and one more would put it on computer. Oh, okay. I went the. I did the wrong thing. Okay. Yeah. Now we can see. Oh my oh, goodness. My wow. land. It's a freeze frame of the old podcast set. Episode seven. Hot. Is that what? That's when, when Hanyo Shrek sw- showed up. That's when we switched. Well, that's not Hanyo oh. Shrek was like episode ten, maybe. But wow. it was. So this is a freeze frame from the first <laughs> oh my gosh. stage two podcast. Look at that's even pre-Star Wars rug. Yes. Can they wow. can everybody else see this too? Um hold on one second. I will make it so. Pre- make it so. Pre-shelves. Jean-Luc Picard. Pre-LEDs. Pre-Star Wars rug. Dang. There you Incredibly go. low camera angle. <laughs> right? It's okay, you hide my tummy pudge behind my knees. We're good. <laughs> You're so funny, Kara. <laughs> Look how young Jeremy looks. I know, right? I was going to say, this is like... Well, two years ago, I mean, we weren't that young. Younger. Yeah. I was in better shape then. Why we can't shut up about Star Wars Celebration 2020. Because it was so much fun. 2019 was fun. 2020 is. Yeah, there's a good spot for it. This is when we had these great hopes and dreams of actually going to Star Wars <laughs> Celebration 2020. 
Brad says those boots were in style back then. You know, oh, you know, what? I'm talking about my boots right no, now? My boots, the her, hunters. Her rain boots. You know oh, what, Brad? What, her wellies? You know what, Brad? Those are cool boots, and I still have them, and I always get compliments on them. Always get compliments on them. Whoa. That was Spicy. a really good snap. That was a quality snap. <laughs> I can't believe that. Um, anyways. There so, we go. This is a good angle for show, showcasing off the... And I, I'm still wearing Should those I just tubs. play the other podcast while we're doing this? Oh, my this? gosh. <laughs> is that going to be super distracting? Oh, I'm sure it will be. Wait. Uh, can 100%. The, is there... Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What oh is going gosh. on here? That's episode 100. The <laughs> it practically was. No, wait. What is going on down there? I, this is, I think... I don't know. That's back when I used to edit them and, like, give a crap. So I did some kind okay, of special Okay, well, to be effect. fair, that was pre-live podcast, too. Yep. That's what I spent like four hours every Sunday cutting the podcast. <laughs> and now it's just like, yeah, Jeremy, get ready to post. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing live. The live is fun. Yep. I get to do right. I never thought I'd play another podcast on top of our podcast. <laughs> while we're doing it's podcastception. Oh, so speaking of which, Kara, well, I was talking about Dune before Kara rudely interrupted me. Talking about you being an old man snoring on a I couch was, while Dune was playing. Brad, have you watched Dune or Swanky or Cam or whoever else is here? Have you guys been watching Dune? First, first off. It was pretty good. We were prompted to borrow someone's HBO login, but I felt bad. Mm -hmm. you know? He said, feel free to spoil if you wanted to. Well, it, it doesn't. It. I mean, it's been out forever. It's definitely. Jeremy couldn't spoil it if he wanted. He didn't watch half the movie. <laughs> what are you all about? What are you all about? I can spoil it. Jeremy, what happened? What happened in the middle of the movie? A giant sandworm came out and almost ate somebody, and somebody set off a thumper on the other side of the desert. That was the end of the movie. No, it was not. Yeah, that was the end of the movie. You probably missed a good hour, hour and a half of the movie. Oh, man. I'm just in there watching it. No, no. Apparently, Kara's watching me watching it. <laughs> you weren't watching the movie. You were watching me sleep watching. from the sounds of it. I glanced over, and there you are. Glanced <laughs> over. Yeah. That was a pretty accurate uh, representation. Of you, yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> so we watched Dune, and Dune was very, I'm going to say pretentious. That camera angles were pretentious. Like, they set out for a budget to make this thing look good. But when was the last time somebody's been pretentious with a movie? Ever since, I mean, like... Every movie, person that, making out art house cinema, probably. <laughs> well, ever since, like, um, theater movies going into on-demand a lot sooner has changed the flavor and style of movies. Because it's just there's, it just seems yeah. like they're not putting as much... Wow, putting I as much talk. thought into it? Yeah. But as, as much effort. care? Effort. Yeah. You know? Which makes sense. I mean, because then, I mean, you're not going to see box office numbers. You know, you know you're not going to be like, oh, made in the box office this weekend. Like, Ghostbusters, I heard, did really well. Did it? I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Adam posted about it. He said, it, like, I just, I want to talk about this for a second. I, I have, like, free reign to talk about Matt, right, Chris? I, yeah, like, I I'm can not say, like his PR rep or anything. I can say whatever I want. Can you, though? Talk about like Matt Rasmussen? Yeah. I mean, just be ready for the repercussions that he might bring up upon you. <laughs> no, okay. I just wanted, like, I'm <laughs> he's made it public. He's making a documentary about Ecto Cooler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been and, making that for about like three years. And what cracks me up is so they re release Ecto Cooler again. 
And he somehow gets his hands on another bottle. And it's only supposed to be for people who went to the premiere. And he goes to the premiere. What are the yep. odds that the guy... There's not one person in this world who deserves to have Ecto Cooler more than Matt, right? It's true. Yeah. And how does the guy who is like that ends up with it again? It's just unbelievable. Well, it's, so it's one of those things like the energy you put out, you get back, right? So I if he's putting so. out Ecto Cooler energy, it's going to find him. I mean, oh. truly, there's Ecto Cooler flowing through Matt's veins. <laughs> if you cut him open, he'd bleed green. There, yeah, there is a certain percentage of his body that is just made out of Ecto Cooler. <laughs> I mean, with all the ammunition he has of all like the footage and what I've seen from the trailer. And then what I've seen from like him on Facebook and everything, it, the, the, the thing, it can't suck. It literally can't suck. I'll probably be more excited for that than it was like Dune, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Dune tune. Dune, Dune two. Oh Lord. See, whenever you say Dune, it sounds like doom. Doom. Right. Right. Uh, so captain, Captain Jim Rayner 89 says my blood type is oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Just as I a thought he was going to say my blood type is act oh. Oh, oh that, no. no, that's mad. That's yeah. mad. Yeah. Anyways, so real quick, we have a new surprise visitor on the set, and that would be Mr. Han Solo over the here. The one, the only. How are you doing, Han, tonight? I, so, I didn't realize until just now, but it is casting a pretty wicked shadow behind you if you put your left hand up over like BB 8, left hand. Left hand. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, right up in that area. It's like when I'm at work and I tell somebody, look to your right. Your other right. Oh. Oh, I see the shadow right here. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. That's just. We'll figure it out. Care. We just need more it crap too. to block it. <laughs> right. Um, anyways, that was given to David's sister-in-law for her 16th birthday over 16 years ago. Oh, hot dang. Then it sat folded up in a basement for until now. And so it's, it is on loan to us. I can't believe how cool that is. I used to have a Legolas and Gimli. Well, Chris got the Ray one. Yeah, where's yeah, Ray? That's his but Maytag. That's his Maytag <laughs> we, just, we just cut around her. It's fine. Maytag. <laughs> no, you know what you need? Hmm. We need to do, uh, because it's Christmas time coming up, you know, we need to do the Home Alone thing. We need to put like Ray and Han on like tracks around the set. Oh, funny. And then so they're just like. Doo, 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 doo. Disney. Is it Disney Plus? Whoever whoever has Home Alone and Afraid or whatever the heck, the third, fourth, whatever it is. Warner Brothers, isn't it? But well, whatever streaming service it's on. Oh, got it. Uh, is pushing it hard every time I turn on my uh, Google Home or Google TV or Chromecast, whatever the heck it's called. The thing that makes me able to watch TV. Yeah. It's always the first thing up. What's it Home called? Alone? Yeah, that's the new Home Alone with the. Oh, uh, I've seen that. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. Mm. Wait, they remade it, didn't they? Yeah, it's like Home Alone, sw Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah. Who named nah. this stuff? Absolutely horrible. Home Sweet Home Alone. Let's let's look at some stats. Uh, it was released November 12th, so it's only been out for a week, and I've seen the thing. On oh my gosh, it's got a 1.8. Out of five star rating. Brutal. Not even average. Why? Uh, again, I've talked about this before. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. But my coworker Derek was like, oh, I wonder who they're going to cast when they remake the Marvel movies. It's like, dude, they don't need to be remade. They're not going to remake Iron Man. Who are they going to buy? Oh, they will. Give it 10 years. They'll remake it. No. It's going to well, be a horrible I mean, cash grab. Here's and everyone's the thing. They it. keep on making movies with... The, these original characters, so until they stop making these movies, there's no need to remake the old ones. That's true. Uh, Brad, well, sorry, did you when you said uh, Legolas and Gimli, you meant like a poster or like an actual cutout? Like an actual cutout. 
So was he actually Gimli sized or was he like six foot five? No, he was actually Gimli sized. It was Legolas. He, he, I mean, there he was about as tall as Han, and then Gimli probably came to like. So where'd you Legolas. get him from? I did. Mimi give Mimi gave him to me for Christmas. So we went to opening night, Return of the King. I was dressed up as Arwen, Ovs, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she opened up the. Uh, we would have been 13, so her mom dropped us off and uh, opened up the trunk, and she whipped Legolas and Gimli out, sent him up in the middle of the parking lot, and she gave that was my Christmas present. It was Did, glorious. What'd you do with him during the movie? Put him back in the trunk. Yeah, Anyways, I'm she was going to buy two more tickets. Cut out into the theater. Who knows? I want to know how much. How many times did you kiss Legolas? I may or may not have practiced making out with that. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. You actually did kiss it once, didn't you? Of course I did. I so, knew you would. I knew it. She had the biggest crush okay, on Orlando Bloom. Okay, if Jeremy had a Kate Mara one, I mean, that thing would have been soaked through, just eaten away cardboard. <laughs> I was going to say, so it's like Kara kisses like cardboard is what you're saying, Jeremy. <laughs> now oh, I know Okay, why. I want to talk about your new favorite store just for a moment. Can we name it, or are we going to keep it? Well, well, no, I'm just I'm just setting it up. So it's okay. Costco. Oh God! All right. And so Jeremy, literally every story he's told me for the past week has revolved around Costco in some way. The price of Costco gas, the price of Costco hot dogs, the amount of bulk you can get from Costco, and then him trading food for more food from other people that have gotten into Costco. It's all Costco, right? Jeremy's going to leave me for Costco. <laughs> so. I see your post about the flowers that Jeremy had brought you, and I had to message him. Was like, did you bring Karen Costco flowers? And and they weren't, and they weren't. But they I was like, not. I was gonna say something to the effect of like, you might as well just move into Costco at this point. All right, Seriously? I gotta talk about Brad or whoever. Give me your opinions on Costco. But I want to talk about Costco for a second. Everybody's always raved about Sam's Club, and I've just never been one to buy in bulk because I don't have a big freezer. I don't have a reason, whatever. And Sam's Club's just been there. And it's old and dirty and just, it's just. It's kind of just a piece of crap. And <laughs> it's also, it's its not anywhere near anything convenient for me. It is kind of on the way out of town. It's on so the way you, out. You have, to have the, you have to purposely go out that way to go there. Yep. They put a Costco in like six blocks away from my job. A brand new full-size Costco right there, right? I've always wanted to like something like this, and I've only ever got to like, it's like Romeo learning about Juliet, but from <laughs> other people. Like, I've never got to lay my eyes on her myself. <laughs> I've only had to hear about how great Costco oh was. Gosh. The price of the chicken, the price of the hot dogs, the like, just the environment, the way that they treat you. And so when I finally got in, it was like I saw Juliet for the first time. I walk in. They had Xbox Series X's in stock, might I add, and I picked up one for my friend's little brother. You didn't pick one for me, though. Wanting to get one forever. You're a PlayStation I man, Chris. I mean, I'll take a free Xbox Series X. <laughs> uh, to be fair, we were reimbursed. For oh, okay. Xbox. I thought you just had this, some sort of weird generous. Now we're not streak. chucking that kind of money out. You <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I just picked him up, you know, to be nice. That hey, here I've got one, right? Second thing is, yes, the hot dog is amazing. It's a quarter pound hot dog. They have ketchup, mustard, and relish readily available with medium drink for $1.50. Where can you get that lunch? Like that is a lost leader, okay? Yep. Then you go back to the back of the store. They have rotisserie chicken, big ones for $4.99. You can, rotisserie chicken, you can like live off that for a week. First, you eat all the chicken off. Then you take the bones, you throw them in a pot, make some broth, make some soup, 
soak up the marrow. You got like a nice base for your next meal. It's a perfect snack. Rotisserie yeah. chicken. As so, long as you get the Chick-fil-A sauce from oh, Target to go with good. it. Oh, it's Chick-fil-A sauce to dip the chicken in. So then the next thing is, all my coworkers are like, oh, Jeremy, I've never seen you so happy. What's gotten into you? What- <laughs> I haven't seen you so happy even the day you got married, Jeremy. I what? haven't seen you so happy. So so they're like, can you, can you take us to Costco? And I was like, yes, follow me to the great my land. Children. Jeremy's the Pied Piper. Just do, 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 do. So we go through, we go to lunch, and I'm just watching. So Derek drinks these little energy drink called Celsius, and they're $2.99 for an energy drink. Costco sells a 15 pack for 20 bucks, but it's $1.37 per. So he's saving $1.70 per one that he drinks. So Derek was just all happy carrying that around the store. We check out, <laughs> then we go up front. I watch these guys order two large pizzas. Large pizzas at Costco is an 18 inch for $10. What a deal. Then we all got hot dogs. We bought way too much food. There's like yogurt and churros, and <laughs> it was a food explosion. It was unbelievable. Uh, Sorry, Brad's on fire right now. <laughs> he said Jerry renews his vows with Kara at Costco for their 10 Is that an option? Well, so then we got our membership. I've never seen such good customer service. A, they gave Chip his own executive member. They made Chip an honorary executive member. Then... <sighs> The lady who signed us up for our membership, we saw her later on when we were at the food court. She came back over to say hello, checked in with us, and they like they want to do like have Chip be a yearly picture and give on the back of Chip's card so you can see Hold him. On, grow he has up. his own membership card. I mean, it's blank, but uh, that's know. still pretty funny. Like, right? It is. So funny. I could take him with me. Yeah, and right. Use his membership card. Right. So, but she, yeah, she wants to take a picture every year so you can see him grow up in his card. That's funny. It's like yeah. the Costco yearbook. And then last but not least, like you'll hear me talk only good things about Quick Trip, a local gas station chain we have around here. But their premium is 75 cents more than the regular unleaded. And most gas stations are. Costco, it's only 25 cents more for premium gas. And normally, I don't know if it's a Minnesota thing. We normally don't get above 91 octane here. They have 93 octane. And that's the one that's only 25 cents more. So I get like 50 plus cents off a gallon of gas for my little car that I drive and 4% back. And I get 2% for being a Costco member plus 4% back if I use a gas card. So 6%. I mean, it's just you like get a military savings. discount at all. They give you 20 bucks when you sign up, but for opening a new store, they give you 20 bucks anyways or something. So yeah. So since it's an, it's their flagship store, the military discount is basically the same as the rest of the discounts they're doing right now. Okay. But I'm sure once like it's not a news store anymore, then the military discount will probably interesting fall off. Well, so speaking of gas, Brad said uh, the gas lines are around the block for gas at Costco. Hot thing. And he said, I can't go there. It's always jam packed. I simply don't have the patience to save $5 for imitation Kirkland brand goods. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard Some of the Kirkland things are as good as if not better than I have a really funny the story. The toilet for paper you guys. is not great. You're so, so funny. Rough. So I will say Members mark toilet paper is much softer. You're so funny. Anyways, <laughs> all right, another funny story, right? We live in what would be considered a small town. So, Brad, all right, I go to get gas the other day. I've only ever seen maybe three people, and they've got like three, six, nine. They've got around 15 pumps. They've got th- like three pumps. Anyways, they've got 15 pumps. There's only like three, four people there ever. That's sweet because we're a small town. Second of all, their gas stations are one way because they're normally so popular. <laughs> so 
there was a big car explosion the other day where like I had to borrow my car to somebody and then Kara had to borrow her car and then I had to borrow that person. It was a car monopoly. So I get the car. I get the hot potato car, the one that is like key in all of this. It's out of gas. I go on my lunch break and I go to fill up and it's not my car, right? So the pump is on the other, the stupid fill is on the other side. Then what? Let's just make a standard. All cars should fill on the driver's side. I hate cars that fill on the passenger side. Yeah, why why are they different? I is it a Japanese that. car? No, no, it's a uh, Saturn. We're Saturn manufacturer. It, it was it's owned by GM. It's no longer around, but it was owned by GM. So it was an American-made thing. It's just wherever the engineers feel like slapping the gas tank to get it out of the way. So anyways, so I pull Wait, what about your little theory that the little gas tank- It works if I would have paid attention. Yeah. I was just under no, the yeah, assumption. It's still definite. It's, ob- it's a definite that is a thing. He just didn't know. Yeah, Saturns were made in Delaware. There you go. So yeah, I mean, why they should all- t- Anyways, so I pull up, right? Puppets. I didn't know gas stations were one way. I've never had that experience before. So I pull up and it's on the wrong side. I got to fill up over here and the gas pumps here on the driver's side. So I back up and I go like this and I back up to the pump. Immediately some attendant comes running over and he's like, "Uh, sir, this is a one way uh, gas station and you're going the wrong way now. And it's like, dude, there's no one in sight. Clearly I pulled up the intended direction which you meant for me to approach this. (laughs) I just didn't know you want to drive all the way back out and then come back in and go to the right pump? Not today, buddy. Don't make me not like Costco. So, and being <laughs> Don't make a, me drone strike this yeah, place. Yeah, right? Being that it's a new store, I was afraid that it was going to be really busy. So I don't know if people aren't going there because they're afraid of how busy it's going to be. We're a small town. But or if that's just however busy it's going to be because we have this Sam's Club, but it's well, like Sam's Club. I don't I, think has ever struck me as being run your grandmother over busy either. No, no, no. it's not. We're really and lucky. I feel like the people who are Sam's Club members are loyal Sam's Club members. Except my parents, they hopped over to Costco. I just and they've been they've been Sam's members for years. It's so mm. funny because I, I hear from a third party. I'm like. Why would anybody have brand loyalty? Like loyalty to a company. It sounds like the dumbest thing. And here I am only getting my happiness from the fact that there's a Costco <laughs> by me. Jeremy's one regret in life is that he wasn't at one of the sign up tents along, <laughs> along the road before they opened. Uh, yep. It's ridiculous. Anyways, there was, so there was this one lady, right? Um, I, I may look completely normal. But I, I would am, argue that I was going to say I am bottled up with social anxiety. I'm just going to say, like, I hate other people. Right? I yes, he does. Straighten that it's out. It's true. So I, this lady is cooking steak at Costco, right? And I'm just sitting here, <laughs> and Kara walks right by because I know I you know, don't want to talk to her no. any more than I do. And so she looked curmudgeon-y. The smell of the steak overpowered my desire to not have a conversation. So I go over to get a piece of steak and she's got like six made. It's not like this isn't, you know, like she's already got the toothpick in and everything. So I'm like, oh, can I try a sample of steak? And she just goes, here you go. And then Kara, (laughs) in the worst timing possible, get one for me. (laughs) So I looked at her, I was like, can I get one for my wife? And she like looks at me and she was chopping the steak and she goes, sunk. (laughs) <laughs> just hands me the second one. I was like, I, the, I just, if there was anything I didn't want to do more, it was not ask for that second piece of steak. <laughs> Although I guess the only thing worse than asking for a second piece of steak was eating a piece in front of Kara and not getting her one. That would have probably been worse. We all know she's a murderer, so she yeah. probably would have killed me. Jeremy would have been steak. 
Yeah. And it was really good. And then, and then. So she just had like an attitude problem? She then? totally had an attitude okay. problem. Like, How dare you ask for steak samples before they're put out, sir? <laughs> um, but anyways, and then Kara's like, oh, that's really good steak. And I was like, oh, that is really good steak. So we walk over there and it's like, how much was it? $30 It was, like, it was expensive for this little like thing, a steak like this. It was like a flank steak or something like well, it was. It ended up being like pre-marinated seven dollars a pound, but it, they give you like five pounds of it. Okay, so, you know it was yeah, seven bucks a pound isn't terrible for steak. Yeah, no, it was a good deal. It's just you could buy it in bulk, and we don't have a chest freezer. That's been yeah. one of the biggest dilemmas. Is well, that we don't if have you a chest bring freezer. a chest freezer down here, we can share it. Right, that's true. That's true. <laughs> buy it in bulk, and like and if you want to cook something on, after the podcast, it'll be thawed by the time you get home from here. That's true. That's true. I see nothing but advantages. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they've got, I mean, it's just some of this stuff. I don't know how people buy so much in bulk. <laughs> they have big families. Brad says, I would ask for a third sample and then asked her to spit in it for her. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <gasps> That's super funny. But no, they've got like, you go buy, it's, it's not a dozen eggs. It's not two dozen eggs. It's two, two dozen eggs. For real. It's like 48 eggs. That's how much the egg packs come in. And the They're, bacon comes in packs of three. It's it's unbelievable. As in, it's like normally this sounds a pound of like a pretty dope. Play. What's the membership cost? It's sixty dollars for, for a normal regular, me- like a yeah. normal membership. But if you get the executive membership, it's one hundred and twenty. But then you get two percent back on all your purchases. Oh, is it, so that's what you did. We did the executive one because it's like if I do the math between that and the gas alone, if I fill up there because it's right away <laughs> home, it's a really good deal. Brad says, who needs a, who needs a box of 75 eggs? We need that many raised chicken. <laughs> I, it's unbelievable. Well, my parents do have chickens and during the summer they do lay eggs pretty well. So during the summer we always get farm eggs, fresh yeah. eggs. Yep. It's and nice. you don't even need to refrigerate them. No, except I hate hoarding. So then we have to save all the cardboard containers to shuffle back. Like when oh, you exchange yeah. the glass the- bottles over in other countries. My boss and our old HR person used to like tra- my boss would grow vegetables and she had chickens and they would trade eggs for vegetables and stuff. And they were constantly, it's like, Oh, I got to make sure I save this egg box. And like that sounds like more work than I would, I'll go pay 85 cents to Walmart. So Chris, <laughs> did you know there was a speakeasy for farm eggs in cloquet? What? What? Absolutely. There was a location that wouldn't be named and you'd go in, then you'd go in the back where the employees were and on top of a fridge was a mini fridge filled with eggs. And you just set the money on top of the fridge and you'd open the door and grab the eggs and walk out. They were farm eggs, but they weren't like legally pasteurized, pasteurized or, or cleaned. So yeah, there was a speakeasy for eggs and I used to go get my eggs from there. Interesting. So, what if I got busted buying illegal eggs? Like what would happen as a buyer? Am I don't I in know trouble? if you would get in trouble. I think I th- the I th- store th- would be in trouble. I think depending on like the value of them and something, I know that it's considered chattel. Could so you, it'd be well, some sort of commerce violation. As long as you didn't cross the state line, it wouldn't be a federal offense. Could you imagine my only record is me buying illegal eggs? Yeah. Can you imagine oh. the cops having time to put out a sting for illegal <laughs> egg sales? <laughs> so <laughs> Jeremy speak- goes in to buy his eggs and the cops just immediately <laughs> put your hands up, drop the eggs. The yolk's up. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Speaking of things, so I, I won't say his name, but you know the person who I'm going to be talking about. He drives that blue Acura. Okay. His name appeared in the newspaper related to a certain trumped up charge. Oh my goodness. Because it's a matter of record. The local newspaper had to print it, had to print it when he went in and had his whole thing or whatever. He was ex- essentially exonerated. He was not guilty of anything, but he was charged with the thing. 
And he's like, he's like, okay, fine. And this is going to go away after a year or whatever. Right. It's like, it's like they move to dismiss after a year, as long as right. he doesn't commit anymore or get, or get accused as long as he doesn't buy anything crimes. else legally. And so, <laughs> but because he had his appearance, it's a matter of record. So it appeared in the newspaper and he was nope. super, super angry about it. Well, I would yeah, be understandably. Here's the thing. Newspapers are generational, which we have something to talk about if we want to get into it. We'll, we can choose to go down that road or not. I just okay. found generations easy, like uh, something interesting about them, but you cannot put it past. It's like um, Murphy's Law or whatever. If you don't want somebody to see your name in the newspaper, they'll see it. Like yep. They'll pick exactly. up that specific so, episode. They won't read a newspaper, but three times a year. Well, this is the local weekly newspaper. Yeah. And there's two people that he knew that live in Duluth side. Oh, dang. Well, yep. then, you know, when somebody sees it, then they're going to, you know, it's going to spread yeah. like wildfire. Oh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I can't remember what it's called when you, the Streisand effect is what that's called. When you yes. don't want somebody to know something, it's, everybody knows it. Yep. When he wants them to go away, it'll be the most known thing. Jeremy pooped his pants. Everybody's going to hear about it. Because right. I'm going to keep that rumor going. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. That was not an announcement. Yeah. Dear internet, Jeremy pooped his pants. No. Um, (laughs) You guys want to vamp for a second? I actually need to run and grab something to drink. Oh, yeah. No, go for it. Um, So anyways, we'll we'll just talk about the generations for just a quick second. Won't be a big deal. But basically, I'd only ever really heard like boomers, right? Like, okay, boomer. And then um, I watched this guy give a presentation and he put up a thing on the TV and it was like, uh, millennials and then boomers and then whatever. And they skipped over gen X. So it was like, we're millennials are too much in the spotlight. And then gen Xers always get ignored. And then boomers caused all the problems. And then before the boomers, you had the greatest generation, which was, you know, the pre world war two, not pre world war two. They were the world so war two people. I put Kara up to the task of doing a little research. Mm-hmm. And so what I think is interesting is a lot of other countries actually name their generations. Like it's just, from what I've found is it's just they go by a decade. So it's like you're either a 20s or a 30s or a 40s or a 50s or yada, yada, yada. But we have all, we and our generations don't go back all that far of what we have nicknames for them. So what's the first one? The first one is the lost generation. And that goes from 1880s, I think, until like 1913, 1915, somewhere in there. And is that's, that because maps and GPS weren't mainstream yet? Probably. Definitely that, yep. Cars came out, but then there was no maps to go along with them. So they were the lost generation. Yep. Yep, Jeremy. Someone's dropping some hilarious jokes. Good job. Good job. You guys love my puns. Nice, nice. Oh my gosh, you guys. You've all I heard threw me a do- pee at Jeremy the other day and it landed on his glasses lens and stuck there. You guys have, <laughs> this is a pun tangent off the generations. You guys have all heard my cow jokes, right? Of course we have. So what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. What do you call a cow with three legs? Lean beef. What do you call a cow with two legs? Lean Your beef. mom. Oh. oh, somebody did that to me the other day. And I was like, dude, I've never heard that one before. What do you call a cow? <laughs> what do you call a cow in an elevator? Raising the stakes. What do you call a cow in high heels? Dairy queen. Dairy queen. How about an earthquake? Milkshake. So I have a bunch of cow jokes. I'm obsessed with them. But um, yeah, it's like somebody got me on the two cow your mom joke. I thought that was really funny. So sorry. Anyways, generation. So you call it a cow leaves gratuity. Wait, cow what? tipping. Cow- oh, that's... Oh. Chris, that's a new one. You're welcome. I've never heard that one. I've, I've that's made it up in my brain right now. That's nice. That's nice. <clears throat> that's nice. What do you call a cow that indulges in self-pleasure? Oh my gosh. Um, Is this disgusting? Jerky. What'd you say? Beef jerky. Oh. <laughs> or beef stroganoff. Take your pick. I like it. Uh, anyways. Brad, I, <laughs> Brad says poor chip. 
<laughs> he also yes, says, "Sure, and you know, you sure know how to milk these cow jokes." Oh, <laughs> boo! Absolute boo! <laughs> I, I think that was better. That was better than Jeremy's jokes. You <laughs> get out of here. Um, but no, I just I love the delivery of those fast little quick one-liners. It's a great way to like just bust the ice. All right, but what are some more generations, really quick? So the last generation was a group of people born at the right time to serve during World War One. No, that was the silent generation. That's the lost generation. Oh, they served World War One. They served during World War One. Then there's the interbellum group. This one's fascinating. That's a little bit into the lost generation and a little bit into the greatest generation. And they're the group that was too young to serve, or born during World War One. They, they were too young to serve in World War One. And too old too to serve. Old, yeah, that's right. World too young II. to serve World War One, too old to serve World War Two, like in a fighting capacity. So imagine like threading the needle just with like that. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. So the greatest generation was the group that was like the right age to serve during World War Two. And that's why they're considered the greatest generation, because they were willing to go out and fight. Like 16 year olds were volunteering to go fight. It was just a time when everybody in the country needed to participate. Yep. It was just unbelievable. So then after that, it's the silent generation. And they're the ones that were kind of born during-ish World War II. And I think they were the ones that served during like the Korean War and the Vietnam War and stuff like that. I think that's what it was. And then you get the boomers. With the result of- That's our parents. The greatest generation comes back. So They're all happy- it was the the average amount of babies born in a year was like four million. Normally. Normally. And that jumped to six million after World War II. That's why they're called the baby boomers. Dying. And then after that is Gen Xers, millennials. Then. Uh, I like how you yeah. skip over Wait, Gen X. Like Gen X, Xennials. Zennials oh, Zennials is a cross between X and Millennials, and it's like... Uh-uh. Well, you, where's Gen Y and Gen Z? <laughs> so then Gen millennials Y is, is Millennials. Gen y, yeah. Oh. It's millennials, yep. and then Gen Z y. is the... It's tomato to model. But Millennials get blamed for a lot of Gen, Gen Z stuff. Just they do. Yep. I don't mean to brush over Gen X. I saw a really funny thing and it was like, um, it was a 30 year old talking to a 20 year old and the 20 year old was calling the 30 year old and they're like, you're old. And they're like, oh, generations are coming for you too. And then it shows a little kid walk up to the 20 year old and goes, TikTok sucks. And I was like, yes, <laughs> just a little kid crapping all over what the 20 year old's like right now. So, <laughs> it's coming. So what the heck is like Chip's age going to be into? Oh gosh. A bunch what of is weird, the new generation? There's, there's already a name for the new generation. Like Chips era, Chips generation. I forget it's, what it it's is. It's the though. COVID babies or whatever they're talking. The about. what are the, uh, the? Oh gosh, the the coronials. Oh, coronials. Yeah, I think that's what I joke. I refuse I to acknowledge that in existence. I mean, just I, I'm just just saying what I heard. I'm trying to get so opinion time by me. Yes. Okay. Is so like. The more you try and define something, the less the less things it can contain. Okay. Right? Yep. So the problem is like when you do something, it's like oh, like millennials, right? It's like that from like what, like nineteen eighty to two thousand or something. Yeah. Millennials, I think, is eighty three until ninety seven. 
know, whatever it is, yeah. whatever, right? So it's like, basically all you're doing is you're just taking a wedge of time and saying everything inside of this is this, right? right. So to make the group as big as possible, just covering that time span, you get no precision and definition whatsoever. And so when people are like, anybody born in this 16 year span is the reason that everything is it's like, I, yeah. all it does is make people angry. So like, I hate when people use generational things to define stuff because mm-hmm. it's incredibly unfair to literally everybody yeah. involved. Yeah. It's super lazy. <laughs> well, generations didn't really like start to exist until was it the, Boomers or was it the greatest generation? Basically, the boomers were the first name generation, and then they went back and like retconned, and then they re- names like and named like, the yeah. other groups. And that's why I thought it's interesting. Other countries really don't do it; they break it up by decade, which almost makes more sense because I was born in the '80s and my niece was born in the '90s, and we're technically she just makes the cutoff on some millennial. But I mean, I feel like we couldn't be different. more different. We're yeah, two different, com- completely different people. Mm-hmm. So to get like lumped into the same thing, it's like. Yeah, well, uh, my mom is what's the age difference between you and your niece 10 years so my mom and i think her oldest sister are more than 10 years apart isn't that crazy hmm. you know crazy. so it's like it's like it's like so again using these definitions is completely pointless for some things it's like you can have like single generations of children like if you just want to think of like going from parents to children that span a longer set of time that you could have a baby boomer and a gen x child right mm-hmm. you know so it's mm-hmm. like it's like all these definitions are completely worthless to me yeah. mm-hmm. so this is my own, my own personal hot take opinion <laughs> that naming the generations is not beneficial to anybody it's but not. it is interesting it, it's w- interesting but i agree it just I think causes is, generational like divide interbellum because it was like that actually defines like a group of people who could right. not participate in two different wars like too young for mm-hmm. one, too old for the other one. That one just was really interesting to me. But besides that, um, it just, my curiosity was peaked. It was like, well, if you went over to like, you know, uh, France, what do they call people born in whatever? You know, the baguettes? You know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> the oh, wee, wee, wee. <laughs> it's the baguettes. Um, That'd be like, it's like, yeah, this is the sweet roll generation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I want pastries, <laughs> like real bad because I love food. Ryan's got some cookie dough in my fridge if you want oh, it. And then when we were at Costco, Kara bought some muffins and she only got one box and they were buy two, get one or buy one. There get was one no free. clear signage. And so one of the anything. employees ran back and got Kara her second mm-hmm. box of muffins. So yep. just don't ask. If for it was me, I would have just rung up the buy one, get one free and took it home. <laughs> you would have what? If I was working there, I would have been like, oh, yep. Buy one, get one free. And then just grab the box and got home with it. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. For the first time ever in my life. So Best Buy is a really interesting company. Like I used to hate Best Buy and then I like Best Buy and then they're, they're based in Minnesota. So I got to have some love for them. Um, but every single time I look at something at Best Buy, it's like never cheaper than Amazon. Right. No, nope. so I always leverage that against poor old Best Buy who says they'll price match anything, which they have for me. They will. And, and like this one guy price matched something that he should not have price matched. I mean, it was crazy. Um, well, so real quick, I don't know where your story is going, but I will say Best Buy also does generate different product numbers for the exact same product. So you can say, look, oh, look, the product number is different. We can't price match that. Interesting. Specifically SD cards. If you look at them, like, so like the Sandisk Extreme Pro is yeah. called something slightly different with a slightly different thing. But if you look at it, it's the exact same, it's like same size, same data transfer rate. It's the exact same SD card with a different sticker on it and a slightly different package. So they don't have to price match. Like they'll charge you $80 instead of 40. Interesting. So stuff like that. They, I've, I've never once successfully gotten another price match in SD card. It's like, I'll just wait two days for Amazon to bring me one then. <laughs> right. 
So like what I'll do though, is I said, I do it all the time and I hate it. I'll check, like I'll be in target and I'll pull my phone. I'll be like, how much is this on Amazon? You know? And then I'll like either get on Amazon or get on target. And, but Costco, there was some things we saw that were legitimately actually cheaper than Amazon. It was kind of way cheaper. To see. So like a Ninja food blender thing, 30 it's bucks cheaper, 30 at bucks Costco. cheaper than, than Amazon, even for the, the mm-hmm. cheapest one on Amazon. So it was kind of fun, refreshing for me to be able to walk around and see some things that are actually truly cheaper. You know, and then I guess too, the other, um, oh, I had a funny story. So Brad mentioned Kirkland, right? Yep. So apparently Grey Goose is like their Kirkland vodka is like bottled at the same place Grey Goose is or something. And the same thing with uh, Kirkland brand tequila is like Patron, I guess. Um, but they also, some of the deals that they do get is that they have purchasing power and they buy like limited deals. So they'll buy like kind of like Aldi does that. Aldi will yep. like do a group buy on something and then it's, it's there while it's there and then it's gone. They just don't normally carry it. So that's kind of the interesting thing about Costco is if you see something there, you might have to get it because it might not be there next time. Anyways, we just got this Costco, right? So we have these things that are called piddle packs at my work. And they look like a uh, Christmas stocking, like the classic one you'd hang on your mantle. So like a big sock, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the tip, they're big, like a stocking. They've got either powder or a sponge and that absorbs pee. And pilots use them when they fly to go pee while they're flying because it's a single manned aircraft <laughs> and uh anyways so what we do is we take them and we put them in a little plastic bag so we like just get them ready so that way if, like we they and go in a drawer we always keep like 50 they go in, in the there sock drawer. They go in the sock. <laughs> we always keep like 50 of them in there and then these guys grab when they when they uh uh need them and then when they get down you know halfway we'll re um Restock. Restock a bunch and put them in there. Well, so if they don't use it during the flight, does it just go back in the drawer? They usually just keep it in their um, helmet bag. And then, like, they probably keep about, probably, most guys keep two to three on them. (laughs) This is a serious story. No, it's actually not. (laughs) Not according to Brad. So he says he prefers Costco over Ted Lasso, by the way. (laughs) He likes us talking about this more than us talking about Ted Lasso. I think just in general, but if they was given the option of, like, Either one. He prefers Costco. Costco is the Ted Lasso of stores. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> is it though? Is it though? What do you mean? It's a positive upfront happy store that is most Europeans and everybody else in the world enjoy. Sam's Club's like football. Only United States and somebody Australia. else. Australia. Australia. You're talking about American football. American football. Yeah. Anyways, so we're prepping these piddle packs, right? And taking them out, putting them in these bags with the little hand wipes. And I kid you not, for the first time ever, one was missing all the absorbent material that goes inside the piddle pack, and it was packed with an empty peanut wrapper, and it was Kirkland peanuts. <laughs> so somebody working on the assembly line didn't fill it, and instead threw their lunch wrappers in there. But it's funny because there's no powder, and they didn't even like actually give me a snack. Like I would have <laughs> eaten them, you know, or whatever. Be like sweet, free. Peanuts. You would eat random peanuts on the bottom of a sock. Why not? He would. Okay, fair enough. Somebody handed me an extra burger they couldn't eat at Wendy's, and I ate it, and I shocked everyone at the table. Was it a random person? Yeah, they walked over, and they're like, hey, we ordered three burgers. We couldn't eat this last one. Do you want it? And I was like, sure. So I grabbed it and ate it. What's wrong with you? It was still wrapped. It was still wrapped in the original packaging. Uh, have you not heard of the serial killer, Michael? Was it Michael oh, Swango? Get, get, no, let's get off the. <sighs> he put Tarot Ant Killer in his friend's drinks and stuff 
to poison them, causing them to be horribly sick. And they're lucky they didn't eat or drink any more than they did because they could have died. Because it has arsenic in it. What you don't know about me is I've been slowly exposing myself to it over the years to be immune. (laughs) To what? The funny thing is arsenic isn't something you can build an immunity to. It's something that kills you by accumulation. (laughs) So you've just been slowly killing yourself. (laughs) Someday Jeremy will die from arsenic poisoning and they'll come after me. (laughs) It's the perfect crime. Because it was built up over all these years. The perfect frame up, you mean? No, somebody at Wendy's. Wendy's, who's... What murderer thinks to themselves, I'm going to go kill somebody at Wendy's. It's like the Ted Lasso of fast food chains. <laughs> Maybe Dave Anderson's had enough of their crap or Dave Thomas. I mean, Dave Sorry. Thomas, Dave Who's Anderson's like, a local meteorologist. <laughs> Dave Thomas actually went and got his GED at like 900 years old to prove to people. You should still want to inspire and motivate you. Dave Thomas is a stand-up person. He's the, the, the funny Lasso. thing to me is like he hires people that can't get GED. Oh, fast food <laughs> management. Hey, I worked there 11 years, okay? You know exactly the type of people I'm talking about. I know. I worked with them. I'm not saying it's exclusively that. I'm saying it helps. (laughs) Yep. There are people there that are going to be lifers for sure. Anyways, you guys all know I'm massively depressed. And so... I can tell. When we were driving to Costco, my coworkers, when we got done, we had a great, great experience eating all that aforementioned food. We got back from lunch and they're like, Jeremy, we have not seen you this happy as you were today when you took us to Costco. It just, it was really a positive experience. That's depressing for me. Why? Because you're happy about Costco, but not me. I bought When was the last time you gave him a great deal on a hot dog? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, and I have been really stepping up my duties as a significant other. He's been doing dishes. Like all the time. I hate dishes. And he's you've been, been slacking dishes. on your duties to hear that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> no, I've been doing a bunch of dishes, and um, you have to tell me what that stuff is that you were talking about that like blast the oh, crap off. It's of there. so amazing. It's made by Don. It's like called Don Power Blaster, I believe. And uh, Costco has um, the Power Blaster and isn't two it refills Power Wash or something like that for seven ninety nine or something like that. Oh, it's when awesome. you're there tomorrow, you should pick me up. Right. <laughs> I th- I do think Jeremy sneaks out at night just to go to Costco. Twenty four hours. No, they'll close at like 8 or 10 o'clock. Well, they're night. not 24 hours to the average person. Yeah, when you're an executive VIP or whatever, <laughs> they just Jeremy's roll out the red carpet. Jeremy's got a secret side door that he cut in. <laughs> they call it the manthy hole. I have another, another story. So anyways, it was just really funny that I ate these, or I didn't eat, that there was just Kirkland wrappers in this piddle pack that should not have been here. It's like the craziest thing. But I started doing something, guys. So there's a long running joke that, when everything's amazing to me when I first start off, right? It's awesome. It's like bananas are really good for you, right? And kiwis are really good for you, like legitimately good for you. And there was this pilot that was sitting there talking to him and I had a bunch of kiwis at my desk. Weirdly enough, this isn't a joke. When I go to work, I legitimately take two kiwis and one banana with me. Ha! I'm serious. Phallic. I, Phallic. I'm not kidding. That I legitimately do. So I had some kiwis on my desk. And this is every day. Do you, do you carry it around in a weird bag that's kind of saggy? Well, you don't want your fruit to get squished. <laughs> so I put the kiwis here and I hold on to the banana in one hand. I will carry it in with me. Anyway, so. How is this not a fake story? It's, it's real. I will post a picture of it on Discord. No, it's going to get get us demonetized if you post will. a picture of it. So a pilot came by and he saw I had these kiwis on my desk. And after he had a little bit moment of laughter for the way that the fruit was arranged, he's like, hey, can I get one of those? 
And so he, I said, yeah, sure. So I gave him one and he ate it with the skin on. I know, right? Guys, guys, that was about three, four months ago. I gave my coke. Oh, so then, okay. So normally you go to Aldi, you get like six kiwis in a box for however much money, four bucks. <laughs> At Man, Costco, you carry them around in one of those pilot socks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I we bought a pack of kiwis from Costco, and we got like twenty four freaking kiwis in there. It's like I can't eat all these kiwis, so I've been taking four with me to work, and I give two to my coworker every day. Oh, uh, no, you say, but now I have to bring two bananas. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> So I Double give, fist in it. I give two of my coworkers <laughs> these kiwis. And so he's like, should I eat it with the skin on? I was like, do it. So he eats it with the skin on. I will tell you what. It is the ultimate power play. The next time I interview for like a management level position, during Jerry's the interview, gonna bring his kiwi and I'm going to bring in a kiwi. I'm going to bring two a banana and then slam it down on the no, table in I, front of you. All right. <laughs> next week, next week, I'll eat a kiwi on set. You will see what I'm talking about. You're going to walk is, in up to the table and just go right It is the ultimate <laughs> power play. I have never seen anything more intimidating than making eye contact with someone eating a kiwi with the skin on. It's unbelievable. When you do it, you look like an absolute madman. You look like if you can handle the hair scraping against your tongue on a kiwi, you can do anything. And guys. Jeremy, we already all believe you're a madman. Show of yeah. hands who thinks Jeremy's a madman. I have started eating kiwis with the skin on. For real, it is actually not bad. First off, the actual skin itself tastes just like apple skin. I cannot tell the difference between biting into an apple Except it's fuzzy. and biting into a kiwi. It's like you're yes, eating a caterpillar. Like, yes, <laughs> it is fuzzy, but it's not that bad. So I looked it up first. Like, is this actually safe? There's like 10 upsides and only one downside. Chris, can you take a guess at what the downside is? It has to do with pooping, I bet. No, that's like three of the upsides. <laughs> For real. Down, I'm guessing downside is it makes you want to hurl. No, it's packed with calcium. Whatever it is that gives you kidney stones. Oh, okay. So I, if I you, think it's calcium. If you eat too, if you if you're prone to kidney stones, you're not supposed to eat kiwis with the skin on. So let that be said. Okay. However, it gives you both insoluble and soluble fiber. Like it's absolutely packed with it, which I'm going to tell you. You go to the bathroom, it's the best bathroom I've ever had. <laughs> Is it like having toilet paper on the inside scraping yes. it out? <laughs> but you get you get done and it's just it's amazing. It's amazing. It feels so good. It's like when you eat corn. Yeah. Oh but no, but on the cob. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 really, really good. I, but it's I have some chat to pick up catch up with here. All right, catch up on chat. So referring to the um you being a good husband, Brad said, you must just be banking good deeds because you either have a big ask or you did something that Kara hasn't found out about yet. I mean, there, that, look at that face. Look at that face. He did something. Lord. The world may never Don't know. Don't activate those eyebrows as much I as mean, you want. I mean, he got me Brad, a nice Christmas present too, so. There's other uh, options, but we'll leave it at that. There's a third thing you're leaving out. I'm just kidding. What? Kara knows. <laughs> she knows now. Dang right, I know. She uh, knows now. His hint is. <laughs> Brad, Brad also says, this is, <laughs> do they know Jeremy when he comes into Costco? They're like, hey, Norm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Swanky Big says, year. yeah. 
So like he says, I came in at a weird time when you yes, were talking you about did. the two kiwis and a banana bit. Yes, you did. Uh, and then Cam says it really is the ultimate power play, especially when Jeremy's cradling the, the banana in the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat one next week on camera. You no, what you need watch. to do is you, you just need to vacuum vacuum seal them all together. <laughs> but it is and funny. carry it around in your front pocket in really tight pants. It, it is funny because <laughs> you, is that two kiwis and a banana in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? Is, just two kiwis and a banana, actually. <laughs> it legitimately is what I choose to eat for breakfast every day. Like I just want to be able to carry my fruit in and not be judged. <laughs> you know. So, but I just between watching these two other people eat these things, and once you try it and realize it's actually not that bad. But then the other funny thing is, they both my my coworker is he looks at me and he goes, "It's amazing that you're eating it with the skin on." But he said he's also never seen somebody so skillfully eating uh, good at eating a kiwi because I have the cut and spoon method down. Where you like cut it and scoop it out with a spoon. He's like, it's absolutely a waste to let that talent go to waste. But I'm telling you, you watch somebody eat a kiwi with the skin on, and you will, you'll be like, wow, I am not going to mess I with that. I have zero anymore. desire to eat a caterpillar. Thank you. They're not a caterpillar. Will you please eat a kiwi with the skin on? No. You won't lick a battery. Right. You won't lick a switch card. Well, she right. did, she did, did lick, lick a, a battery, battery eventually. Keep Was it that mind. bad? That wasn't horrible, but I don't. Will you take a bite of a kiwi with the skin on? Textures do it for me. I can't eat a banana that's not yet ripe. Oh, yeah, that no, makes I, me vomit. I definitely, that, yeah, texture is a I actually thing. prefer slightly green bananas. Uh, slightly green? If it's got that, like, woody, weird texture, no, I no, will feel like it's vomiting. A, it's a tangy texture. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's no, bitter it, it, yeah, and no, Yeah, it tastes like you're eating sawdust, kind of. Yeah. What, what? And then, like, it almost dries off, dries out my tongue. You guys are it's so weird. full of crack. It, it's bitter. I would give it that it's bitter, but there's no wood taste whatsoever. Well, I mean, wood could be considered bitter, I guess, too. <sighs> It's like the texture. You know how freshly cut grass smells like bananas? Yes. So like that's sort of like that sensational crossover thing. I would so say. So it's because like, like I've had the palpable taste of wood dust in the air. It is reminiscent of that eating a green banana. It's interesting you bring that up though, because I would say that the smell of fresh cut grass would be like the closest way to describe. Like if somebody's never eaten a banana, I would say like if you eat a unriped banana, that it kind of smells like fresh cut grass. I would say that. It's, yeah, I so. like having just the slightest touch, slightest touch of brown. If there is any brown on the peel, it is too ripe for me. Yeah, see, like so yellow then, or yellow green. Yeah, straight up only yellow. Like if there's any brown on there, then it's like it starts getting a little bit mushy, and then the texture's gone too far the other way for me, and it's just too soft, and I can't deal with it. Yeah, it's, so it, Chris has like an hour. It, yeah, no, it ha- literally on. has to be the perfect yellow <laughs> banana. Otherwise, it's just like un- intolerable to me in either direction. Um, it's either a two by four or a horrible mush pile. Well, that's what's funny is because it, it that is the way it is for me. If it has some brown on it, like I'll still get through it, but it's too soft and it's just too sweet. Like no, the it's banana, perfect. it's gotten too sweet. It's perfect. I don't love it, but I love banana bread and you use really brown bananas for that. You black bananas for that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. My sister buys bananas exclusively to throw in her freezer to make banana bread. She doesn't even Smart wait woman. for it to be a thing. She's like, these are banana bread bananas. So you guys know that my banana gets jostled on the way to work. Yeah, well, it's because you drive on bumpy roads. <laughs> the, the funny thing about a banana, though, is I if, if they get dented or if they smash up against something, it will turn brown. But a lot of times it actually doesn't transfer through to the actual flesh or the, like the meat of the banana for me. I have found at work. If <laughs> Can somebody I take please it- clip my banana gets jostled on the way to work for me, please? <laughs> 
Well, it does. I need that clip. <laughs> <laughs> when you turn that into into a ringtone, my banana gets jostled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremy was recalling. <laughs> no. It, <laughs> If you refrigerate a banana, it will ripen perfectly. There is no innuendo there. I literally, my banana. Kiwis get stuck to my banana in the car. (laughs) (laughs) What I really hate is if you guys saw the seats in my car, sometimes one of the kiwi rolls away off the seat. And I hate it when my kiwi gets away from me. I'm serious. Why is your life a meme, Jeremy? Kara, how many times, like, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> what? We do constantly always are stocked on bananas and kiwis, are yep. we not? Because <laughs> I know Jeremy loves them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Please eat a kiwi for me with the skin on. No. Just take a bite. No. On air. Four, people would 400, 400 subs. Actually, no, how about this? When we get affiliate on Twitch. We need, like, 13 people to follow us on the channel or something. Did you see we hit the seven-day Seven different day things somehow. Yeah, I think that's good. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly how we did that. I think you double tapped the stream one day. I or think something. that's probably it. We hit the seven days, even though we only stream four different days a Ooh, month. We, we have thirty-two th- followers. What do we need to? We need we need fifty. We need 15? eighteen. Okay, more so eighteen more followers. When we hit affiliate, Kara is gonna eat hairy kiwi. Just Ew. do it. Just take one bite. You don't even have to swallow it if you don't want to. It's not that bad. Ew. It's super good for you. If you listen and you do it, you will take the best crap in your entire life. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So there's something, if you read about, can you, do you want to pull it up, Chris, or is it, is this insoluble, insoluble fiber? Oh, my prayers have been answered. Someone clipped that for me. You're lucky. Soluble and insoluble fiber. Okay. Yep. And read about the health benefits of it. All right. So Dietary excited. fiber is the indigestible part of plant material. It's made of two main types. Soluble fiber easily dissolves in water and is broken down into a gel-like substance in the, in the colon. Insoluble fiber does not dissolve. It's left intact as food moves through the GI tract. So I'll break that down for you in layman's terms. One's a lubricant and one adds bulk. Yep. <laughs> All I'm saying is it's nice. It's the band's best friend. It's nice. Once a lubricant, that's, Jared, that's why Jeremy eats it with his banana. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is literally on the ground back there. <laughs> doesn't matter when you're in your 20s when you're my age it matters i started eating kiwis with the skin on and they're good whether i eat it with a banana or not doesn't matter it's it's what are we even talking about anymore all i know is some guy on youtube who's mad about butts and legos would be really upset right now like well, really upset talking about fruit there's no double entendres here yeah we're talking about fruit jerry no, and so I was like, 
I just wish you would all do it. You I'm eat a crying. kiwi with the skin on, your life will be changed. You guys know. I go to the doctor, right? And this I don't is like hairy like kiwis, Jeremy. <laughs> you want me to shave? You can shave the kiwi. I'm not kidding. They make them. Chris, Google search, can you eat a skin with the kiwi on? Can you eat a skin with a kiwi? And it says if you can't, if you want the nutrients, but you don't oh. like the hairy texture, you can sh rub it off. Do I need to shave my kiwis so you'll turn Hold on. Why are you rubbing your kiwis, Jeremy? <laughs> no, she doesn't want the hair on them, so I got to shave them off in order for her to try them. Maybe I'll shave one kiwi next week. Kara can eat that one, and then if you oh, like it, Lord. then you can try it with the hair on. Oh, my gosh. There's actually directions on how to tri trim with a vegetable peeler. That's what I'm saying. This is a legit thing. You know, I hear Noralco makes a pretty good vegetable peeler. You're so funny. <laughs> you don't, don't use Noralco on your kiwis, all right? Just <laughs> use a vegetable scrubber and you'll be set. Brad, please eat a kiwi with the skin on. Cam, if you guys do it and report back next week, we'll, we'll take care of you. It will change your life. It will change your life. Swaggy says this episode is going to be called Jostled Bananas and the Hairy Kiwi Skins. <laughs> so, you guys all know, everybody here who's watching the podcast clearly loves Star Wars, right? We also well, love we Indiana Jones. We talked about Star Wars in the last month. No, no, and we like Indiana Jones, right? Yes. So, I've always been against when I was a kid I'm seriously Ugh. I loved Indiana Jones what was the one where um is it it's it's got to be the first one um and uh where he eats the date yeah. he dies right and it's bad dates yep yeah it's poison date <laughs> okay so prunes right <laughs> prunes and apricots get a bad rap now what did I tell you when we were at Costco the other day I saw I a remember. big bag of fried apricots apricots and I wanted to get them Right. And so the problem is when they dried, like a lot of the moisture contents removed. So you can eat more than you would if you ate a real fresh one. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah, there's less density. Because so, the water content isn't filling you up too. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Like, yeah. See, like if you ate dehydrated watermelon, you could probably eat a whole watermelon. Right. Versus oh. it just, exactly. The other Speaking, one. we saw, we saw dried unsweetened watermelon. Interesting. Wasn't that it? Or was I with Ashley when I saw that? I you thought I was with Ashley. Ashley. Um, so anyways, so the point of the story really quick is my, my dad, when I would go visit my dad at work when I was a kid, you know, I'd get off school at whatever, three o'clock. My dad would be at work till five. I'd bike down there, say hi to him real quick. And he always had a snack drawer. And he had like fruit roll-ups and fruit by the foot and like gushers oh and all like gosh. the good snacks. And then when he was getting older, he was like, hey, you got to try some of these. And I never, I mean, old people... Prunes and old people are associated together, right? Yep. You got to have prune juice. You got to do this. Guess who yada, likes yada. prunes and prune juice? Oh, love. This is a known thing. I think there's like podcast 38 or something we so. talked about this. I, I don't think Swanky was here at that point. So I, I married an old man. So, yeah. um, but the reason why I started liking them though is because I would go down and they're, they're not good. They're, they're not They're delicious. Good. They're, they're disgusting. like big raisins. No. They're like, no, they're like big <laughs> delicious. No, so the, the legitimate there's a reason old people like them. There's a legitimate <laughs> are dying. problem is that <laughs> if you have more than 10, you can swing too far the other way where you have too much lubricant and too much bulk <laughs> and you go the other way and it's just not comfortable. And then you need to start eating cheese. And so that's, <laughs> that, oh, but then it would just turn into a, oh, 
It's like nothing but pressure and like waiting oh. for the dam to break. Oh, that would be so bad. And so anyways, I will, I will give you a thousand dollars, Jeremy, if you do nothing but eat cheese and prunes for a week. Oh, man, <laughs> that would be horrible. The cheese and prune diet. But anyway, I love apricots, but I can literally not buy dried apricots because I cannot cut myself off at 10. They are so delicious. That's that's how good they are. Apricots are okay. They're like a eh, fruit to me. What about like the dried ones though? Yeah, though that's the only one I've ever had. Oh, I, okay. like, I've never had a fresh apricot. Like I said, they're eh, so I don't like in the vast panoply of fruit offerings. Is apricot like a peach? Is that the yes. sorta? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I would say like yeah. apricot is like if a peach and a mango to me anyway sort mm-hmm. of like made a thing. Yeah. No, that sounds pretty accurate. Kind of like a banana and a kiwi. You are so funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna. I'm done. It's good. It's that's meta humor. It's fall back to earlier. <laughs> um, are you? I just. I just want somebody uh, to just validate me. You saved the listen kiwis, to Jeremy. Me. No, no, I, I believe you. It's just the th- the words you're saying, well believable, are also incredibly funny. <laughs> they are. Holy cow! But, and you started it by saying you carried kiwis and bananas together in the same hand, like. Well, it's true. It's. You should make a custom carrying case for it called the banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the jokes Derek, are endless. I'm going to have Derek take a picture of you walking into oh, work. No, it's well known. People look at me like I'm weird. I'm not weird. It is not weird to like fruit for breakfast. I feel our viewers need to see a picture of you carrying in your kiwis and yeah, banana. So th- th- there's, there's liking fruit for breakfast, and then there's carrying around what you carry around openly and confidently. <laughs> well, and that's Especially what I'm saying. as a man, Jeremy. And then you tie it all together by biting into the kiwi with the hair on? I mean, I'm telling you. If you followed it up powerful. by biting into the banana with the skin on, that's like the ultimate <laughs> double play power. Can you imagine? That, that just makes me want to vomit right I don't there. think you can do that. <laughs> Google, if, well, you could do it. You wouldn't like it. Google, can you eat banana skin? I guarantee you, you can. But I want to hear the reasons why. Can you eat a banana peel? <laughs> I oh, want to know. Yes, why. you can. Really? Is there any downsides? What's the downside? Uh, it's disgusting. Okay. So th- this is from today.com, like the Today, mm. today Show. And it's the article is four fruits you can and in parentheses and should eat from skin to pit. No way. Banana, it, you guys, should. I'll start doing it. I'll, I'll just do the whole thing from now on. Okay. So this I is the, need weird, video proof. So this is funny. Banana and kiwi are the first two of the four on here. Really? I'm not insane. Okay. So they go together. <laughs> Surely one fruit peel you can't j- just eat is the super fibrous one covering banana, right? Nope. Banana peels are totally edible if prepared correctly. Bananas are known for the high potassium, blah, 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 blah. The peel contains 78 additional milligrams of potassium plus filling fiber. The peel on bananas is pretty tough and slightly bitter. To eat it, give it a good wash, remove the stem, and blend it into a smoothie, or fry it or bake it for at least 10 minutes. The peel will become thinner and sweeter as it ripens, so you may want to wait for the peel to develop some spots. And while some advanced home cooks love using banana peels as a substitute for pulled pork and vegan vegan barbecue sliders, a more approachable way is to start using peels in banana bread for a boost of fiber. I will say this. I will absolutely eat the skins if it was prepared that way. So when we eat asparagus. A fried banana skin doesn't sound terrible. It doesn't. Mm. Actually, my only thing is when you talk about in the sense of eating it raw, like I was assuming one would eat if yeah, you had Yeah, Jeremy's just going in there. <clears throat> yeah, that, um, that's, the, that's the illusion I was giving. That's what I too. hate asparagus when you eat too low, right? Hey, see how she's holding them? See, I'm, not, I'm telling you, cup two and then you put the banana in there. <laughs> <laughs> cup them gently, Jeremy. Yep. <laughs> 
Oh, I know. I know. Um, but yeah, so I, I bet you I would imagine if you tried to eat a banana peel raw, it would be like the woody part of an asparagus. Like when you get too low on a piece of asparagus, oh, yeah. it gets stringy like bamboo. So Have you eaten bamboo? <laughs> well, I would imagine when it breaks, it splinters. So, Kara, Cam endorses you getting the picture of Jeremy walking in with his fruit. I'll message Derek. And, uh... Brad says, I'm picturing Jeremy eating these fruits <laughs> like a certain Austin Powers sketch. Ah! <laughs> oh, Brad. <laughs> all right. Talk about the kiwi. Talk about the kiwi. What? Oh, the kiwi. It's just all the stuff that you said. The other two fruits. Well, it's, yeah, it's got the extra fiber, all that, whatever. Um, the other two that it says are orange and watermelon. And I've heard about doing like orange zest and all that. Like orange doesn't surprise me. Watermelon is surprising to me, though. So well, they do pickled watermelon rinds. When we do um, home ec in school, Chris, do you remember uh, to get orange flavor in something that's not normally concluding an orange? You zest the orange. Orange yep. zest is really good in yeah. foods. And so we made spritz cookies and we put orange zest in them. Pepper cocker. Ooh, is it good? My favorite Christmas cookie uh, it has orange zest in it. Huh. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Pepper cocker. It's a Swedish spice cracker, but it's a cookie. Spice Cracker, that's Kara's online username now. <laughs> you know what's so funny is spice in both Dune and Star Wars is a drug. Tis true. Star Wars, it isn't exclusively drugs. You, I, but in most references Will you change to your it, gamer tag to Spice Cracker? No, I'm Lady Burrito. Get out of here. Lady Burrito's Spice Cracker. Uh, well, which one has the more innuendo is the question. This is true. <laughs> I will tell you what. Her name being Lady Burrito does not deter anybody. <laughs> she still gets, like, tons of messages. Well, I, I saw I hopped on, on uh, Destiny the other day, and I played through uh, um, a level where it required three people, but it was just me and this one other guy, and then we got to the end, and he, he friended me. Oh, Carol will hop in the Destiny, like, common area lobby. She'll get 15 friend requests. <laughs> I hop on. And Everybody's like, who's this guy? That I've like, I look at my friends list and somebody's an all gone. I've lost a friend. That I don't know where. Like, <laughs> he looks at my friend one. list and, boop, and there <laughs> I am. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was just, I was also going to say the eighty-eight looks like four burritos in pro f- or in uh, face on stacked on top of each other. So That's you funny. do have that going for you. <laughs> so the other one was just oranges. What was the last one? Watermelon. Oh, watermelon. And I've heard of pickled watermelon rinds. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, da, 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 but like when you're yeah, eating that, watermelon, if you eat the white, like the rind, it's so gross. Yeah, it says blending the rind into a smoothie or pickling it are the two ways. You can also use it in stir fries or as a slaw if you really? uh, shred it. I could hear it in both either the uh, stir fry. I totally could too. Yeah, totally get that that way. Yep. I think we have enough time left, Chris. We have plenty of time. Do you yeah. want to try Oh my this? gosh, I can't believe how much time has gone by. We spent so much time laughing about bananas. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the game that we kind of maybe whipped up? Uh, yes, the Mandela It's going to be a little effect. quiz time for Jeremy and Kara tonight here. Okay. So Jeremy brought up, uh, like, just in the moments before the podcast started... And mentioned it was like, oh, it might be kind of fun to go through potential Mandela effect things and see if we can figure out which is the real Brand thing and which so is the Mandela naughty. effect. And uh, are you are you reading chat on your phone, Kara? Maybe you have oh, it up okay. on the screen. Folks. That's fine. Um, so the Mandela effect is the theory named after uh, Nelson Mandela, who believed that they remembered him dying in prison in the 80s, but he didn't die until 2013. Like he became uh, 
Like he was like famously so protesting whatever. He was like the political Mandela, prisoner. The Mandela effects actually somewhat new then, as of 2013. Well, no, it, well, it's from like the early 90s where people were like, when the phenomenon first started being recorded, when people thought Nelson Mandela was dead and like, no, he's still alive. And it was like hard to prove then because like nascent internet, all that. Got it. And then it evolved into this thing where it's like, so by the time when he actually died, people were like, oh, I thought he died in the 80s. And then that's where it really like exploded. But it's like, it has its roots earlier. Yeah, it makes perfect and sense. There's examples <laughs> of this having happened well before that, but this is like the most current touchstone we have for it yeah all right so popular peanut butter brand uh with the red blue and green label mom's like you choose jiff is it jiff or is it jiffy jiff jiff it is jiff thanks to their jingle that's the only reason why choosy moms choose jiff yep mom's Uh, like you choose jiff people swear there was a jiffy back in the day but we speculate they're combining jiff with its competitor skippy Oh, that makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. I do that all the time. Okay, Warner Brothers classic cartoon show Looney Tunes. How is Tunes spelled? T-O-O-N-S or T-U-N-E-S? I know what this is. What do you think it is? It's like the show Tunes, T-U-N-E-S. Yep. Yep, exactly. Woo, we're smart. Well, so here's the funny part. The description here says, like, it makes no sense, but it's spelled T-U-N-E-S. It's because it started as an offshoot of Merry Melodies. Oh, really? it has that musical bass. Well, I always just thought like the well, that's just a theme song. You know, well, then they always like pulled them off with the shepherd's hook, like a theater. So show tunes. Da, 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 da. I mean, however you want to remember it. Looney fine. Tunes. You know. Jeff. All right. Oh, so we know this one, Berenstein versus Berenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still that one always. I still me. think I know it's Berenstein Bears. It's Berenstein. I will forever know that's actually Berenstein Bears. Yep. Can't trick us, internet. <laughs> and all my books that say Berenstain oh. Bears on it. So, Chris, we laugh about flat earthers, right? Yeah. We talked about them. If anybody knows anything about my mother, she loves giraffes. I found out oh there's a group gosh. of people who think giraffes aren't <laughs> real. Like, mm-hmm. they legitimately think this your giraffes don't exist. Like, there's groups and they people. They think that they were made by some, like, I think it was the Russians specifically, <laughs> as spy Creatures keep tabs on Africa because they're tall. Their necks are so tall. They can (laughs) see everything. So they're like being shipped off to zoos. They're out in Africa. So the the Russians can keep an eye on everything. (laughs) It's like that reminds me of the rhino and Ace Ventura too. Right, 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 right. Um, Also, there's the conspiracy theory that birds aren't real in their surveillance drones. There's too many cool birds. You know, it's just different models of surveillance drones. Then who's the guy who made the seagull? Because I mean, the most annoying engineer ever. Yeah, you're gonna make a drone that just steals people's ice cream. In a in a previous life. Yeah, Brad says uh, giraffes don't exist. Uh, No one could fit two of them on the ark, so all the new ones are fake. (laughs) Cam went to college with somebody who didn't believe in dinosaurs. Really? What? We got one sitting right on the couch there. So. Oh, uh, wait, which one are you talking about? <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that up to you guys. <laughs> uh, so, Jeremy, you should know this because we were just talking about this. Curious George, does he or does he not have a tail? Does not. He does smoke a pipe. That doesn't represent a tail. Yeah. I want to say he does. He does not have a tail. What? I was he just doesn't and never did have a tail. Huh. Jer- I, I just read it. I know it, he has a tail. 
It's just sad because he was completely just looking at some guy's hat, and they, the only reason he brought him back was to slap him in a zoo. It's kind of sad. All right, popular television show about four women in I don't know what city, New York, whatever. Is oh. it Sex and the City or Sex in the City? And, and the, the city. city. It is Sex and the City. But I want to say in, but I knew it was and. Yeah. All right. Popular spray on deodorizer Febreze. Ooh. How many E's are in between the R and the Z? One two. or two? Two. You're going two? There's one. Really? No. There's only one E in Febreze. Do you think it'd be Febreze? Like it blows fresh through your house. So. That's Febreze. <laughs> We've all been <laughs> saying it wrong. It Febreze. Febreze. Yep, Swanky got it right. Wait, uh, pause. I don't know why. Can somebody, I know Brad probably knows and Swanky probably knows. Who is Jimmy Maffa? Jimmy Hoffa, you ha- fool. Hoffa. Why a, do people still care? He was a famous union organizer in New York City, and he disappeared at the height of this collective bargaining thing, presumed murdered, and some people speculate buried under the 50-yard line of Giant Stadium. So that's been proven that he's not there. True, but, but he still has never been found and is Rich most likely murdered. came into me the other day, like I care, and told me, Jeremy, they f- They've got new evidence where Jimmy Hoffa's body is. And I'm like, why do you care about where this guy is Because buried? it's a cold case. If, if, if someone said, we know who JonBenet Ramsey's killers are, would you care? I don't yeah. know who that is. The little girl that disappeared, like, disappeared, right? She disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Back they, in the they 90s. assume that her parents did it, and, like, everyone's pretty sure that they did it, but there's, no like, not enough evidence that they did it. If, if they found Kristen Smart's body, I would want to know. She's a completely different woman now that she's gotten into true crime. I true just crime say is- that. Interesting. I don't I, know. I, I, I have followed a lot of true crime as well. Anyway, Although, so it was, it, was, it was basically the big true crime thing of like the late 80s or something. John Bonet Ramsey. It was the 90s. I well, remember, John Bonet Ramsey was definitely the 90s. Yeah, we yeah. were young. Am I, I about remember her age, going I through grocery store lines and there were magazines upon magazines upon magazines with that little girl's face on every single one. I remember that specifically growing up. I do yep. want to say I did think Kara was watching this one show called Scary... Scary, very scary people. Very scary people. It was, the <laughs> was one Jeremy title. caught was about Charles Manson. Well, the one thing I thought was interesting was, is really Charles Manson was just mad about Beatles stealing one of his songs? like, And they legitimately Like, he stole was it. a psychopath, but... So, he wanted to be, like, this big <laughs> star. <laughs> what? Brad says, Jeremy, know who JonBenet was if he, she was on Ted Lasso? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, What? Oh, I wouldn't know who she was if she was on Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it. I thought she was on Ted Lasso. I'm like, how'd I miss it? But I wouldn't know if she Jeremy, was on. She disappeared in the 90s. Yeah. That's what I know. And she was a child. Chris, who chiseled away enough of your time to teach you about Jimmy Hoffa? Well, popular culture references. I have my hand on the pulse of the internet. I'm telling you, you guys, no one cares about Jimmy Hoffa anymore. Everyone, yeah, I, I, I'm going to Google Jimmy Hoffa. You tell me how many millions of results show up. 132,000 results. So, Chris. Really- 16,700,000 results. Dang. It's probably a bunch of innocent Jimmys getting lumped into the search results. I will give you a billion dollars if you can tell me what his middle name is. I don't know. Earl. Uh, closer than you think. 
Evan. In the sense that there is an R in it. <laughs> it's Riddle. Did you Riddle? Riddle. A man who mysteriously disappears and people have been trying to solve. His middle name is Riddle. Maybe Conspiracy he, Illuminati confirmed. That's all I'm saying. I just want do Brad or Andor Swanky. Cam probably knows too. Do you guys seriously do you know who have you heard of Jimmy Hoffa? Everyone's Anyways, heard of Jimmy Hoffa. I, I is, looking at the comments and like yeah, yeah. Cam says he cares about Jimmy Hoffa. Do you do you Swanky says everybody cares about Jimmy Hoffa? Is, why? You guys are all weird. Do you, you are you the one who killed Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, don't look for him anymore. It's all right. Don't look in our property. Um, Chris, is there something new about Jimmy Hoffa's body? Uh, let's see here. He's in an Wait, oil drum when, hours ago. When did he disappear? In the in 70s. 1982. Oh, the 80s. Holy dang. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. But when, okay, here's the thing when cold cases like that get solved, that's, that's cool shiznit. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Apparently some henchman who knew somebody and somebody came forward and he's buried under 12 other oil oil barrels somewhere. Yeah, so FBI searches for Jimmy Hoffa's body in New Jersey landfill after deathbed tip. FBI confirms the search for the Teamster boss who disappeared. Oh, he did. Sorry. He disappeared in 1975. Dang. Uh, He was pronounced dead in 1982. Well, Um, like the Golden State Killer. They had no idea who he was. 2018. Caught the fool. Living a good life with kids, grandkids, all that shiznits. (laughs) <laughs> Swanky says those kiwi skins are affecting your memory, Jeremy. Apparently. <laughs> but anyway, so did they find it? Did they, lo- they went and looked? Um, after a half century of American fixation on the whereabouts of the remains of Jimmy Hoffa, um, it has led investigators to a landfill in New Jersey. The area of suspicion is on a Little League diamond in the, on the landfill beneath the General Pulaski Skyway. Um... Blah, blah, blah. FBI confirmed uh, there's an ongoing search for the Teamster boss who disappeared in July of 75 after he showed up for a meeting with two mob bosses in Michigan. And it began anew in March 2020. Deathbed tip from landfill worker Frank Capilla, who told a friend that his father confessed he'd been ordered by an unidentified man to bury Jimmy Hoffa's body in a steel drum. Spokesperson from the FBI told the New York Times that agents from the Bureau's Detroit and Newark offices had carried out a site visit um, of the bridge site late last month. The location of the search is freighted with cinematic references. The opening sequences of the Sopranos depicts a car ride through the area, including shots of the Pulaski 2019 Martin Scorsese's the Irishman starring Robert De Niro and Al Pacino offered a fictionalized account of Hoffa's disappearance, blah, 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 blah. The article goes on for many, many more paragraphs. So to make this, to summarize it, what I've heard from rich, cause he was so excited and I have a steel trap of a memory. It's about six football fields worth of size that this tip has narrowed him down to. And he's in a steel drum under like 12 other steel drums, but you'd think they'd be able to like x-ray or something the earth. Why don't they call the Cursed to Oak Island guys, have them come oh, down. It'll take him 10 seasons to find him. <laughs> <laughs> Today do we find the, but anyway, I just think, is it, here's what I'm getting at when he told me. Is it worth the man hours today, the time, the equipment, Everything to find this guy's body who's been dead since 1975. Is it worth it? I don't think it is. Well, so here's here's my question. Let's say that the command module from an Apollo space mission had gone missing and somebody got a tip that it was found somewhere in the ocean. It'd be really expensive to recover it, but it's a piece of our national history. Is it worth spending the dollars to go and get it? And that would be more. Here, let me put it this way, in, In cultural significance... They are tantamount to each other. Jeremy, if I disappeared 
in 40 years, say there was a, 50 years, say there was a tip that they potentially know where my body is. <laughs> would you want to know where it was? I would already know where it was. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> just kidding. Well, just kidding. Jeremy would be like, yeah, old news. I knew that 50 years ago. <laughs> I want to say I hate admitting I'm wrong, but yes, I would want to know where you were. Boom. But does Jimmy Hoffa have anybody left alive? Uh, he's probably got like well, so kids, grandkids, kids, grandkids. Yeah. If if if, His if, wife? if, if there's a family legend that your grandpa Manthe got whacked by the mob and somebody knew where the body probably is, wouldn't you want them to go and find it? And I here's just, the thing: once they find bodies, a lot of times they can put people behind bars because. The guy who did it is already did it was his deathbed wish. He's laying. No, 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 no. He was the son of the guy who buried the body. Dang. It's already generation. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I went from boomer to Gen X. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad said you'd start your search at Costco. Right. <laughs> I'd be buried inside one of those huge bears. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll put it under a Ted Lasso season two DVD. <laughs> think I think they'd be able to see me underneath that DVD. <laughs> Unless you burn me in a whole like, twelve season two DVDs, put you in a soccer ball. Okay, so Jeremy's going to cremate me and inject me into a soccer ball. Yep, you should just hide him in one of those uh, pilot socks. <laughs> Kid will get the soccer ball, start kicking it around. Mom, what's this powder coming out of my soccer ball? <laughs> oh, he just for, for gold to sell our soccer ball. Just put it right in the sock. Anyways, let's finish up. How many more Mandela's do we have? Oh, I like my God. Uh, like 37. You can ra rattle through some of them. Uh, I got to find the tab. Okay, there it is. Okay, popular meat manufacturer, Oscar Mayer. How is the last name spelled? M-A-Y-E-R, M-E-Y-E-R. Double E, E-E. -E. I think it's A. It's M-A-Y-E-R. <laughs> That's Oscar Mayer Wiener. It's Oscar Mayer Wiener. <laughs> Everyone would be in love with me. What are the odds that that's one of the ones that... It's like what was pre-planned theme tonight. All right, next one. All right, the popular skating shoe Skecher. Is there a T in the name of Skecher? Yes. Mm -mm. See, it's Skechers. Ske no. There's a T. No, there's, there's not. There's no T in Skechers. Because you're not drawing. It's a brand. Okay, so what do you do with the Skecher? No, it's a shoe. It's like a made-up name. Yeah, Fine. like Kleenex. I think this one's an easy one. Fruit Loops, how is fruit spelled? Double O Double or UI? Double O. Double O. Because it's got to look, it's like when. You need to use the cereal to yeah, make the. Yeah, the O's, yeah. Yeah. The Monopoly Man does or does not have a monocle. Does not. Does. Does not. He does too. Does not. Look. Pikachu's tail does or does not have a black tip. Doesn't. The what? Pikachu's tail does or does not have a black tip. No black tip. No, they're no just boys tip. is pointy and girls is a heart. And that started later. That was retconned oh. in. That was shoehorned in. Is Kit Kat hyphenated? No. No, it is not. Uh, Fruit of the Loom, does it have a cornucopia behind it? Yes. No. It does not have a cornucopia behind it. Lies. <laughs> so you've been Mandela effect. It, uh, you know the cheese at one already. Yep. Um. Oh, okay. Well, here's here's a fitting one. C3PO does he or does he not have a silver leg? He does. does. Yep. 
Uh, that one's easy. And a red arm. <laughs> what color is chartreuse? A weird shade of green or a weird shade of purple? Yellow. They're supposed to be green. It's a weird shade of green. Yeah. The tennis ball is chartreuse. Yep. Yep. And I would say it's a very common fishing lure color. It's a very good, apparently a very good color for walleye. I'm uh, skipping a whole bunch of ones that are like super obvious, like Luke, I am your father versus no, I am your father. Oh. It's just no. You can blame Tommy boy for Luke. I am your father, right? What's that? I think Tommy boy is the reason why people think it's Luke. I am your father. Oh, it could be. <laughs> How many states does the United States have? 50. There you go. Some people think there are 51 or 52. We should give Puerto Rico a shot. Hey, maybe they are counting Puerto Rico and then DC. All right. Famous uh, fire awareness bear. Smokey the bear. Smokey bear. It is Smokey bear. No way. Is there a theme song? Pull up a theme song. It's got to be Smokey the bear. Smokey the does bear. He have, does he have a theme song? I don't think so. He was caught in a fire and now he has no hair. <laughs> Hold on. Only you can save wildfires. Save oh. wildfires? <laughs> Stop them. Only <laughs> you can start wildfires. We, we, we need to make a t-shirt that only you can save wildfires. With a, with a picture oh. of a hairless smoky bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's Smokey the bear. It's Smokey Bear. No one. If you showed a picture of a bear to someone on the street and asked them who this is and it's Smokey with the hat and everything, they're going to be like, oh, that's Smokey the bear. Well, so like I will say. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Swanky says technically it could be 49 states since Hawaii was illegally made a territory. So it has no rights to be a state. Huh. Oh, shots fired Hawaii. All right. When was Mother Teresa canonized as a saint? It was recently. I have no idea. Any <laughs> thoughts? Was it the 1990s or was it the 2010s? 90s. I'm going to go with the 10s. It was in the 2010s. Why would you know that? I remember seeing it somewhere. The real event happened in 2016, but many people remember her entering sainthood in the 90s when she was still alive. Wow. You and I were married before Mother Teresa became a saint. Dang. Did the Challenger explosion happen in 1984 or 1986? This one's kind of sketchy. 86. I'll go with six. It was 86. A lot of people thought it happened in 84, 85. Um, that one's super obvious. I could get it wrong. Go ahead. It's true. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, in what year did Leonardo DiCaprio win his first Oscar? He has 2003 he or 2016? 16. 16. 2016. Yeah. A lot of people thought he had been nominated five previous times and didn't win until 16. Uh, where is Disney World Castle? Orlando. Orlando. Okay, well, this is worded weird. Yeah, well, it's in the Magic Kingdom, but some people think that it's in the entrance of the park. It's in the Magic Kingdom oh. section of the park. Oh. Well, like, even when you go to Disneyland, you start to walk quite a way. It's, like, through downtown Disney and all that stuff to get to the castle. And apparently yeah. Dolan well, so that, that's somewhere. That's Cinderella's castles in Disneyland, Disney World oh. castles in Disney World gotcha. in Orlando. Sorry, I was like, okay, oh, my God, I don't want to see 40 pictures of Joan Crawford. Get out of here, tab. So... Uh, Bailey Sarian, she has a crow on her set 
and she's named it Joan Crawford. Oh my goodness. It's hilarious. Boo. All right, Chris, pick one more and we'll wrap up. That's it. I, I blasted through all the ones that I knew you guys were going to get. All right. So, and then some that I thought were so obscure that you wouldn't even know what they were talking about. There's one about Jimmy Hoffa. I'm just kidding. There wasn't. I was going to say, if there was, <laughs> I would lose it. No, I there wasn't. Lose it. All right. Well, I guess it's just about time for us to wrap up. So thank you guys who have joined us live on Twitch. We are live Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Central on twitch.tv slash Rise of the Podcast. Thank you if you're listening to us on the audio version. If you are an audio listener, sorry that these episodes have been coming out rapid fire recently, but uh, we're going to be back to our regular release schedule on Monday mornings. Also, feel free to check us out on YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces, except for mine. I'm always audio only. But you can go to youtube.com slash Rise of the Podcast and catch up on old episodes there or watch new episodes on Monday mornings when they come out. If you are a YouTube watcher, thank you for watching on there. Don't forget to like the video to show you want to see more stuff like this in the future and comment down below with any Mandela effects that you have been exposed to. Also, don't forget to subscribe and ring the notification bell to be notified every time we post a new video. Thank you guys so much for watching. And of course, may the force be with you. Thank you.